Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Number one. Miss any part of the show? Every moment of every show is available in podcast form by searching Hans and Scotty on your favorite podcasting platform or online at kslsports.com. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Hans Olsen, Scott Gerard, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Let's get to it. Time to talk to the man that you've been waiting patiently for for two hours, putting up with our nonsense. Sooner or later, Bowler's going to show up. And here he is. It's the great Craig Bowler Jack, television voice of the Utah Jazz. Bowler, how the heck are you? Save the day, Bowler. Hey, guys. Great talking to you. How are you? How are you? Uh, great. We're doing great. I just need to throw this question at you before we really get into this. So Scotty and I were just talking about this in Whole World News. And as you know, uh, know, we we come across some interesting stories. A a man had to live on ketchup for 24 days on a boat in the middle of the ocean. If you had to live on on one condiment for 24 days in the ocean, what condiment would you choose? Oh, boy. Uh, Does avocado spread? Does that count or no? (laughs) Smart. No. No, I think if it it gets blended up all right, you're going to give that to him? Like a guacamole, like a thinned out. Hands gave me a... You know, you just have to kind of like, it'd be like like pureed like a mustard. Yeah. Hands gave me salsa as long as it was pureed and, and, you know. Yeah. yeah, 
it had to be like a taco salsa. So this is going to have to be like a very thinned out, blended cream. You're not going to get an actual chunk of avocado. This isn't your okay. typical fresh blend guacamole that you're going to hit okay. at some taco stand. This is a thin yeah. avocado. This is like really thin. Uh, yeah. Look, I can I like mayo, mustard, and ketchup. I love avocado. If, if you won't allow that, I, I like mayo, but I could not survive 24 days on that taste. It would probably put me over the edge. Mustard <laughs> yeah. in a small dose, so it'd have to be ketchup, man. I mean, I, but if you'd give me the avocado spread, I'd take it. What about some of those KC barbecue sauces that you had back in Ooh, the day? I could do Arthur uh, Bryant's. Uh, I could use the Zarda barbecue, which is just a hometown blend. Uh, yeah. Man, that'd be that'd be tough to go 24 days, too. The spice may get to me after day 10. You'd be eating your own stomach fluids. It could. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, man, wow, 24 days on a boat? Yeah, on ketchup only. How yeah. much did he have, though? Uh, he had a, a big bottle of Heinz ketchup. I don't well, know how I mean, big the bottle is. but there, And Heinz is currently looking for this guy. He actually left the island of St. Martin which I'm sure you spent some time on. He's from Dominica, um, and, and they can't find him. He's a, he's a local Caribbean, and they can't find him. But they, they want to give him a brand-new state-of-the-art boat that has a navigational system so he never gets lost again. Obviously a promotional <laughs> thing. But oh, yeah. They're, they're trying to find him so they can give him a boat. You know, the boat's give- name will be Hines. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> or never lost I don't know. Yeah, and he'll also right. have a lifetime supply. Oh yeah, yes. I don't know, but after those twenty-four days, he may never want to touch ketchup. He may ever be again. done with that. Yeah. yeah, no, that's a great story, man. Wow. So, Bowler, uh, the kids just keep on winning. They just yeah. can't help themselves. Um, what a game last night! And and Hans and I kind of joke. Let's let's just enjoy the ride. Walker Kessler hitting corner threes. You got uh, obviously Market in with forty-three. Just a fun night and. Honestly, I don't know how anybody could walk away from that game and say they didn't have a good time. Yeah, no, I agree. People, you know, there's kind of a split, you know, mindset of, hey, man, I love the way these guys play. Um, you know, it's it's team uh, basketball. It's uh, it's effort. It's fun, actually, from professionals to go out there and watch them play. And then the other half is, why didn't we just start losing from the beginning? And you know, it's a great debate. I mean, you know, the you, the team, I think, the M.O., even the Jazz franchise never has never been about laying down. Uh, it goes back to the early days to where we are now. And what I even said last night, just, you know, when I was sitting up at the uh, arena, you know, tweeting out some postgame thoughts was, you know, no matter who puts on this uniform this year, there's just not a no, there's a no-quit attitude. And I think it comes from J.C. I think it comes from – Marketing, I think it comes from a very young Walker Kessler who's learning, you know, the whole the whole NBA game. But also, maybe the best part of it is he's he's building uh, winning habits, which probably come into play down the road in a big way. Right, um, closing games out, playing big. Uh, last night was some critical rebounds. He missed the two free throws, and he was ticked off in the locker room when I talked to him. But then I said, "Hey, you know what? Look at the rebounds." Uh, and look at the block shots you pulled down last night. I mean, 18 boards, guys, and seven blocks. Uh, he's a dominating force as, as just a young guy out of Auburn. So, um, you know, I, what's going to happen down the stretch, the final 21 games? Right now they're 30 and 31. 
they could land in the playoffs in the in a play-in game, as tight as the West is. So, Scotty, I think you guys are both right about just you know enjoy the ride. And whether you're upset about where the draft pick will be, uh, I'll remind you there's been some high picks that never pan out or injured. Um, uh, Oklahoma City's home to one of those right now who broke a foot, and and, and Chet Holmgren is not playing. There's no guarantees. And look where Carl and John were picked mid-first mid round. So uh, I think the draft's a roll of the dice, and sometimes you find players that want to play uh, in, those, in, the, in, those, in that first round, but maybe down the ladder a bit. And th- look at Gobert, 27, uh, and look where he's ended up. So uh, let's just wait and see. Bowler, there was like 10 occasions during All-Star Week and close to the weekend that Scotty and I were like, let's get Bowler on. We want to see what he's going to be doing for this weekend, but we don't want to bug you right after the weekend. But I want to kind of go back now. I guess it's been a few days ago. How did you spend your All-Star Weekend, and and what did you think about how everything went down? You know what? I'll be honest. I wasn't involved. Uh, Big T was the busy one. Uh, I just took a drive south. And then got caught up in that, uh, what, that little snowstorm we just had. Um, <laughs> so uh, we, we actually headed out a day early, and we actually got hit with a pretty good swipe around Nephi. If I'm not, I think that's where I kind of made a mental note of like, uh-oh, here it comes. And, uh, man, it did snow and snow and snow, and I guess maybe some more coming. But uh, I've been here a long time. That's, that's, uh, that's a top five right there in winter storms and how it packed up the mountains. But I'll be honest, it was good. It was good to just take a breath and get away after 60 games and the way this season has been unpredictable. But it was fun to come back. Um, I didn't know what to expect last night, especially with the additions of, of Chris Dunn, who, by the way, was pretty dang impressive yeah. in his yeah. uh, jazz debut. We didn't see uh, Frank Jackson. But, um, you know, it's it's – this year has just been one to remember. Uh, and whether, again, you're on one side of the coin or the other, um, you want a quick fix or a quick, a quick road to, to a title, it takes time. But I think what we're seeing are pieces that will be involved in, in the building of the Jazz. And I think, again, over the last next 20 games, you'll still see a Taylor Horton Tucker, an Ochai Abaji, um, you know, Simone Fontecchio, Damian Jones, and probably a Chris Dunn if he's re-signed to another 10. You know, it, it just depends. Those are the parts that they want to continue to evaluate as this season rolls on. If they make the playoffs, you know, they've got draft picks to make moves anyway, 15 in all that they can use in some variety of ways, and they also have cap space. So, you know, that's outside my pay grade, as I always like to joke. In reality, those are big decisions that Justin Zanuck and Danny Angel make, along with Ryan Smith, about what direction they want to go on the draft and free agency. But for the first time in a long time, they have room. They have a lot of wiggle room. And they can be, they can be a big player in multiple ways. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how the summer uh, pans out. Because, look, uh, you know, the draft, I've always believed, is still unpredictable and a roll of the dice. But at the same time, if you can find the one gem or two, uh, man, it can turn around in a hurry. Um, you know, Memphis did it uh, with a guy named John Moran and a few other people, a few other players that they bundle him with uh, in that group. So uh, I think the Jazz are still in a pretty good position, whether they make the playoffs or not. Are we going to see more Walker Kessler threes? <laughs> 
you know what? He told me he's made, he made those in college. Um, he looked comfortable, didn't he, from outside? Think about a 7-1 big who, who could walk out and stretch the floor even more. And if, 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 a, if a team's defense has to even concern themselves with Walker Kessler walking out to the corner, uh, man, it opens up a lot of space. So that was one thing Rudy was unable to do, face the basket. Uh, if he can do this and even hit a 10, 12-foot jumper, he's great at the rim, as we know. And, you know, starting last night, he was at 71% from the floor. But, man, you start walking out and taking a three on occasion, it could be interesting. I don't think it's going to be an every-night occurrence, but it was drawn up. They worked on it in practice, and boom, there it went to start the game, and it wowed the crowd. And I think it even wowed Walker, to be honest. Buller, as you kind of look at the future of the Jazz, are you starting to get the feel that we're going to have more convenient and affordable ways to consume the Utah Jazz? I know the Pac-12 is in the middle of this mess right now, and it is a mess, Buller. Yeah, yeah. I listened to – I saw the report this morning. I go, whoa. Uh, they do have a mess on their hands right now. But I'm wondering if the Utah Jazz are going to find a way to bring their product to so many in a more convenient and affordable way. I hope. You know, I know that that's the, they're working on it uh, as we speak. It's been an ongoing process for the last year and a half. You know, COVID kind of derailed a few things uh, with AT&T Sportsnet, and, you know, they re-up just one year at a time to facilitate each other's needs. That's about all I know. Uh, But they are hoping that they can find a streaming partner that will make this easily accessible and also easily affordable. Um, And, again, some people's minds of what's affordable is different than others, right? But if you build a, a franchise that's as exciting to watch as this team, that I think people will clamor for the chance to be a part of it. And I'm hoping uh, that we see that happen in this offseason. Where that direction is right now, I don't know. Honestly, I can say I do not know. Uh, but I'm hoping progress is being made as we speak. About three-fourths the way through the season, what's your impressions on Will Hardy as a head coach and how he's handled what could have been a very difficult year and, and oh. has actually had a really good season considering what they've what the resources available to him. Scotty hands a lot of coaches, you know, one year and out. Man, it's I don't that's not gonna happen to Will Hardy. I mean, granted he signed a multi year deal, but that doesn't stop teams from moving uh coaches around. Uh, look at Nate McMillan in Atlanta. He's got all stars down there, but yet, you know, when players aren't happy, uh things happen. Look, this team is Will Hardy's team. It didn't take long, honestly. Um, what, what I was impressed with from the from the get go, and again, he came in at thirty four. Now he's all of thirty five, right of age. But I think he made the message clear. And sometimes players have to hear it more than once. But look, if you want to play, you have to play defense and you have to give the effort. And I think we all stand back in awe a bit of how consistent that message has been this year, uh, and how the players have uh, accepted the challenge. Because if you play hard, you get minutes. And I believe some of this, and Will may agree or disagree, but I, watching him grow this season and having the Popovich influence, he's learned something from a lot of different people, right? But I think it's still the way that Popovich always said to Tim Duncan and the rest of those great players in Ginobili and Parker, look, you're part of this team. I'm not going to separate you out as special. 
you know what, I still I still demand you to play at a high level because first you, you that's who you are, but also we pay you to play. That comes into play, I believe, as well. But also there were times he he'd maybe or two of those guys off the floor for for a message. And I think Will has that that he keeps the floor open to close games with not a particular lineup that we've seen thus far. It's about who's hot at the moment, who's playing, and who's earned the minutes. And in a way, it's kind of refreshing to, to kind of see this young coach mold this team in the way that he wants and the fact that he's been given a lot of ability to do so from Danny and, and Justin Zanuck to mold this team. And, uh, man, I'm still amazed that you bring in multiple, uh, you know, players. Uh, you let four, uh, you know, starters and, and also uh, rotation players, you, you trade them away, but you still play hard. I mean, it's amazing to me. That must be the impact of Clarkson and the fact that marketing uh, obviously gets it, maybe not vocally, even though he says he may up his tone a bit, which will be good. But it's it's fun to see these guys grow, and I think they listen to one another, and I think there is a lot of respect there for a young coach, and that's hard to do, I think, in this league today. Well, you got a road are trip coming out, up here pretty quick. I was going to say, are you out on the road there, Scotty, or, or Hans? Where are you? <laughs> We're on a moped together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Dumb and Dumber, remember? Oh, yeah, that's a We're great scene. We're headed to Aspen. I, yes, I'd pay. I'd pay to see you two on a moped. I'd pay to see you two on a moped. Yeah, it, it has happened. That, that two cycle no. engine is going to have some trouble, but we'll get there. Yeah. No, I just thought no. We're at uh, this NPS store. I thought you guys were doing the show in the middle of the street. I, I just wasn't sure there for a minute. <laughs> oh, we're at this NPS store. Really cool warehouse with a lot of stuff that. Uh, that they buy up and resell, and it's just some really cool things they got going on down here. Baller, so. it is a man's world in here. Like oh. they said, any power tool that you could think of, oh and we're boy. talking thirty to seventy percent off. It's cr- it's cool great. Time. You got to get down here and check it out. Yep. Cool time. That's what it Absolutely. is. Absolutely. Good deal. Uh, gopher killers here. If you if you need some gopher traps, they're going to have them. <laughs> 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 hey, spring, you ever get that take? You get your gopher problem take care of? Uh, no, 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 no. They're they're still creeping up on me. I took care of a few last last fall and, and late summer, but I, I'm fearful of what's going to happen once the snow melts off. I'm fearful. It could be. Uh, I may I may have to call in the big boys like you guys to come up and and we may have to do some digging. Well, they can't be happy with 80 feet of snow sitting on their head right now. All I know, that's probably no. a little bit of romance time down there. Nate, they're <laughs> they're going to multiply and replenish big time. I'm not sure what yeah. they're creating eight feet down. You're, you're going to have dirt mounds up through your carpet. By the time <laughs> <laughs> those gophers had a lot of spare time on their hands down there. They have. They have put a sacrificial busy. gopher right in the middle of uh, your front room. They probably will. Drag him out again. Probably they got a little hungry this winter. And, you know, somebody had to go. Oh. Uh, I don't know if anybody <laughs> listeners know that story, but I was just freaked out. I got some gophers. Yeah, <laughs> I got the gophers that just uh, that just won't go away, and they kind of push their own out, and it's bizarre. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Bowler buried one to show him who's who, and they ate it and shoved the bones back out and said, right "Keep up. feeding yeah, us, big boy." 
Yeah. You think that scares us? Yeah. Oh, it scares man. me. I'll take a photo next time and I'll, I'll send it out to you guys. If there's something that's uh, when spring, when spring, uh, when when spring, uh, what do you call it? Spring has sprung. Yeah. There you go. When there you go. Well, Bowler, always a pleasure to catch up with you. Thanks for your time, and uh, have, a, have a good call. That was a fun oh. one last night. Keep it rolling. Thanks, Bowler. Yeah, nothing talking like ketchup, jazz, and gophers. I mean, we covered all categories today. <laughs> Pretty much hit for the cycle today. Can't imagine what else is out there. but <laughs> We'll figure hey, it out man, next Friday. Yeah. Hey, you, hey, got you guys have a great weekend. We'll see you soon. See you got you, it. Bowler. The great Craig Bowler Jack right here on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Can't ask for much better than that. Heber's been under some snow. Yeah. No, they're getting worked over pretty good. Deep, deep snow. I got. I had one guy sent me a picture from Heber, and it looks like there's five feet of standing snow up there yeah. right now. I look at the quality of shovels that guy's walking out of there with. I know, man. Some high-quality tools right there. I know. The gear that it goes out of this store, NPSstore.com. We were just talking about it with Bowler. You can find... Whatever you're looking for. In fact, right across the way, look at that. Those are camping chairs. And it looks like they've got an extra sales tag on them over there. Scotty and I have talked about the tires that they sell. they got stacks of all kinds of different size tires. So if you need new tires for your car before you go out there and find them anywhere, see if you've got them here at NPS. They've got wall clocks. I'm just looking at these massive, gigantic beautiful wall clocks that are brand spanking new everything the nps sells brand new in the wrapper they go out and the families own this business since the 1960s they go out and find overstock shipments they find unclaimed items and they slap a 30 to 70 percent off sticker on it and they move it off the warehouse and tammy is the manager down here at the industrial location and Tammy, we're just taking a look at some of the different things. I saw the camping chairs. What are some other things that people can find here in the industrial site? Well, we have um, some really good appliances here. I just brought out a stove. Wow. Yeah, a really good price. And uh, I also, you know, uh, we have bargain clothing for $3. So if you are a tent follower from across the street, we have that tent inside the building now, which is bargain clothing. And, Tammy, you guys mark this stuff off, 30 to 70%. Yes, we do. So brand new, in the box, in the package, but 30 to 70% off. That's right. And then you uh, save additional discounts in uh, different departments that we have as well. So 30 to 70, and then sometimes up to 70 in our in-store discounts as well. On top of the already 30 to 70% off. Yes. I was just looking at this Salzal. It's, it looks like a it looks like a Black and Decker Sawzall that you've got up here. You know, I'm just talking to the guys out there that need power tools for their occupation. Yeah, you, you've got to have extra drills or extra saws. Scotty and I saw a battery operated bandsaw back mm-hmm. there. So all kinds of handheld power tools here at the industrial location. Handheld power tools and even you know the big power tools uh, that we carry. Uh, we carry a, a lot of different assorted um, power tools and different name brands. Saw some fridges. As Tammy mentioned, you've got appliances. Check it out at NPSstore.com. You can find all four locations. Here at the Salt Lake location, you're going to get the industrial location, and you're going to get the clothing and the grocery store that's just across the street. But they're right by each other, so you can check out both those locations here in Salt Lake. Or we've got our Layton location 
or our Orem location. Get in and check them out. Tammy, thank you. Thank you. 1601 Empire Road is where we're at right now. Stop by and say hi. We'll be here for another 30 minutes. 97.5, the EKSL Sports Zone. This is this is DJ and PK. Joined right now by Shayan J. Raja, National College football writer for CBS Sports. We saw something last week that had BYU, the numbers showing last place. Please tell us it's not true. I would not bet on BYU to finish last. I think that this is a program that understands what they're getting themselves into. I think that despite some of the struggles of this past season, BYU's done a really good job of recruiting and identifying talent and developing. And I expect them to want again be a really competitive program. Now, I will say, there's not an obvious team that's going to finish at the bottom of the Big 12. That will be the one tough thing for these four teams that are joining the Big 12 is that there will be no easy outs any given week. But I would definitely not pick BYU as my first pick to finish at the bottom of the conference. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 to 10. Presented by Murdoch Hyundai, Utah's number one Hyundai dealer for 16 years in a row on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. The wheel is loaded, and it's time to talk some sports. This is Sports Roulette with Hanson Scotting, presented by You First Credit Union on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Hands and Scotty, thanks for making us part of your day. Yeah, we appreciate it. Big thanks to a listener who came by and uh, dropped off some one bag. Just one little baggie. One bag of cinnamon bears. Mike, thank you for the one baggie. Yep. For us to give to David. He'll be excited about yep. the one, the one bag Ziploc bag. Yep, that you gave. <laughs> I don't know, but by looking at those cinnamon bears, they look really good. They're soft and chewy. Yeah, mm. pretty fresh. They appear to be that way. Yes, wouldn't know because we haven't eaten any of them. Nope. They're all going to find their way to David. This entire bag. This entire one bag. I don't know when we'll see David again, though. Honestly, <laughs> I think David would want us t- to consume these. Yeah, he probably would. But big thanks to Mike. Hey, before we jump into sports roulette, have you seen all this business going on with Ion Sports? Did you see the? Did you see the reports? Did you see the reports uh, on Ion Sports? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> what did you think? I'm thinking, what are we doing, man? This is your Pac-12 partner is Ion Sports. <laughs> I can't believe it, to be honest with you. Ugh. So earlier today, one college insider sent out a tweet and said, outside of Apple and their negotiations, Ion Sports is now involved in the negotiation or possible negotiation. And then another college football insider tweeted quickly and said uh actually 
No, they're not. Ion is not currently looking to contract with the Pac-12, which was a quick, conflicting report from... And both of these guys are prominent yes. college football, insider college football names. And uh, some, I think somebody from Ion saw the, saw the report, Yeah, called this guy, was like, no, we are not in negotiations with the Pac-12. We, we're not going to be... We mean they're, not, they're not looking to consummate the, uh, the deal? Looks, no. looks like that's not the case. Ion and the Pac-12 will not be consummating anytime soon um, because they got too many uh, episodes of Law & Order SVU that they've got to clear and Chicago Fire and Criminal Minds and Blue Bloods. I don't know what that show is. I'm just looking at their uh, television roster here. That may be the trashiest lineup I've ever heard of. Oh, they got Hawaii 5-0 in there too. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's not even a good one. But it's the new one, not the old yeah. one. Oh, oh, I thought not it was... With, not with Alema's dad. I thought you were talking about good old Harrington. No. But uh, the... It's just another embarrassing moment, is what it is. That it gets tweeted out and reported that Ion is a potential partner with the Pac-12. Yeah. And that it was quickly refuted of... No, it's not. Sources close to the situation just told me that Ion is not interested in any partnership. That's embarrassing. I I don't even know what to say anymore. They got... Again, I'm going to hold out until they make an announcement as to what they have, and then, based on that, we'll judge accordingly. My best Um, guess, $28 a year. Most of it's going to be streaming. It's probably going to be an Apple deal. And Apple will sublease, and you'll still see an ESPN or an ABC game, some of their top tiers, and then everything else, you're going to have to have Apple TV. Which I don't hate, because I have Apple TV. Pretty much everybody's got a smart TV nowadays. Yeah, and so I like being able to, look, I like being able to stream games. I think, um, look, I hate the expense of it, but... The streaming option that's been available for jazz games on that FUBU or whatever it's called. I mean, that itself stinks. It's not great, the expense, but I've never had a problem streaming games. You know, you know, I have fast enough internet, I guess, that it's it's okay. It's a good way. And if it means there's no 830 games, then maybe that's helpful as well. But still, it's not great, and it's a bad, bad look for the Pac-12 when you have Ion as having to... Had their name being leaked and then them having to clarify. Yeah. No, we're not. No, we're not. Like, what's the Pac-12? Is that a uh, is that a cop show? Hawaii Pac-12? No? Okay, then no. Then Hawaii Pac-12. <laughs> uh, Pac-12 Jump Street. <laughs> oh, oh, man. So, yeah, I, I don't think this is, go- this is going well. That's a series I might go back and watch. 21 Jump Street, the old school. Yes. Was it Johnny Depp? Uh-huh. Yeah? Not bad. I wasn't allowed to watch it back in the day. Really? Nope. That was pretty tame, I thought. Was it? I guess it had some mature... Pretty sure it was on this, like, the same channel as Father Murphy. Hey, I sent you Without a... that. I sent you an episode description of A Little House on the Prairie that really rocked my world. Yeah. But they, it was like... I can't believe they got away with that back then. They got into some really serious conversations. Yeah. 
Uh, did I send that to Lloyd too? Yeah, I I it yeah, to it you. was it was dark. Yeah, believe it or not, there were quite a few dark episodes, like the one where Bandit died because he got burrs in his ears. <laughs> the one you said was more brutal than that, but <laughs> just a bit. <laughs> Don't even, did you just compare the bandit with burrs in his ears to? Well, yeah, it was a, it was uh, a tough one for me to do. Huh? Oh boy! All right, hands and Scotty, let's get to it. Lloyd, fire up that wheel. Hook, line, and sinker—they got me. They got me, Scotty. Jake Paul, no, has got me. So let me just set the stage. Coming up this Sunday. Yeah. You February mean they, they got Scott? No. no. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see who they ultimately got. But Tommy Fury okay. is the stepbrother of Tyson Fury. Yes. Probably, you know, you could say Tyson is one of the top three greatest heavyweights all time. Okay. He is his. Ooh, so the, wait a minute. Top three all time? All time. Tyson Fury. Muhammad Ali, George Foreman. No, Muhammad, Mike, and Tyson Fury. I know. I'm this just has a out. real feel of Tyson Fury. No. No, just go back and, and just look at his legacy. Look at his record. Look at who he's fought. Look at who he's knocked out. You take him over Holyfield? Yeah. In their prime, Holyfield and Fury. Tyson. Fury. Wow. All right. Well, I trust your opinion on this. Yeah. Like you're, I, you know boxing what? He, he, is, he is a more powerful and durable Lennox Lewis. So he's just the, he's the base fundamental of everything boxing. But anyways, he's, it's his stepbrother. So same dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tommy Fury is 8-0. And is had this stratospheric shoot to the stars as a boxer. Yeah. Jake Paul, who is still looked at as an influencer, I believe, mm-hmm. has jumped into the boxing world and beat a bunch of old washed up dudes. Anderson Silva and a bunch of UFC guys and a bunch of nobodies. So they've got their fight coming up on Sunday. Jake Paul, I, I don't think the amount has been disclosed, but it's millions of dollars that he's going to pay to Tommy Fury for this fight. Yesterday at the press conference, and the reason I feel like this is authentic is because of how it went down. They're sitting in a, and I don't know if they're in Dubai or, or where they're at, but they're sitting in a, in a very interesting structure. And Tommy Fury is sitting next to his dad. And Jake Paul is barking at him like Jake Paul does. And he said, you know what I'll do? I will pay you double if you beat me. But if I beat you, I don't pay you a penny. And Tommy Fury wouldn't answer. And he kept saying, what? And he stood up and he's like, do we got a deal? And he's putting his hand you know, out across the pulpit. He's like, do we got a deal? And Tommy Fury's kind of looking around and shaking his And his dad steps in the mic. He goes, you're damn right we got a deal. You got a deal, and he's gonna shove. He's gonna shove that money right down your throat. We'll take the double pay. This is the easiest money we make. And Tommy Fury kind of leans back in his chair, 
and Jake Paul gets up and he's yelling and yelling, and then finally Tommy gets up because he, and he's like, "Sit down! Are you trying to make a spectacle of this?" And then Jake's like, "Why does your dad got to answer for you? Why didn't you say yes? Your dad has more faith in you than you've gotten yourself." Oh man, it, it, who is it, Logan or Jake Paul? Jake Paul. Jake's gonna win this thing. Because this this seems like a scripted WWE storyline here. It absolutely feels like it. A thousand percent it feels like it. But out of the interest of boxing, and I know it might be some mediocre boxing, even though Tommy Fury, again, is 8-0, but this fight has been dodged for the better part of, I think, two years. Yeah. Because of you had some COVID issues and some arriving like in coming to the country issues or, or yeah. some other things that broke this fight apart. It's supposed to be a multi-million dollar day payout. It's it's going to rack in tons of money or rake in tons of money. But I just had an interest now. I've got to go watch it. Yeah, His dad stepped to the mic. But I think you're right. I think it might be. WWE, it might all be staged. I feel like Jake Paul is buying off Anderson Silva yeah. and Tyron Woodley. And you go down the list of, of heavy strikers in the UFC that we we really did like. And Jake Paul's knocking them out and beating them. But I don't know if he's paying them to take a fall. Well, it'd be, I got to imagine, it's got to be hard to pay off a guy that's just 8 no, that's just barely starting. So, th- so that's the difference. Yeah. So you've got all these UFC fighters. Like, that, I even think Mayweather was bought off a little bit. To not knock him or whoever, whatever Paul he fought. Yeah, so that was that was Logan. Yeah, and I, and I think you're right. I think because there were a couple of times he threw uppercuts and had him shook and backed off when he could have probably gone in with a flurry of fists and yeah. probably knocked him out. But this one, like you said, it's different because you got a bunch of UFC fighters that you fought that are old dogs that were making eighty to two hundred fifty thousand a fight. You go to them and say. I got $20 million that says you're on your back by the fifth. Or I got $20 million, we take this thing in and I get the judgment. I could see them, him buying them off. But going to an up-and-coming bike boxer, because if Tommy Fury ends up anything like Tyson, we're talking about anywhere from $100 million a fight to $180 million a fight. That's what he could end up with if he continues on his winning streak. And so you have a guy that says, hey, Here's $20 million for your career. You lose to Jake Paul, you are out of the spotlight, you are out of the story, you're, you're out of the equation. Yeah. You're selling your career. Yep, 100%. Wow. But, but would you do it for $20 million? I, And I don't know what that, that payout yeah. to have Tommy take fall. But if Jake Paul beats Tommy Fury, eventually we're going to see him pitted against the real deal boxers. The guys with names and, and actual legacies and still right in the middle of their career where he's trying to fight for a WBO belt or he's trying to get actual, you know, substantial hardware that shows he's one of the better boxers in the world. And then we'll see what he's made of. Hands and Scotty will wrap up this thing next. 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. On 
unrivaled. With Scott Mitchell and Alex Keery. All of this hinges on a meteorites deal. It has to be comparable to the Big 12. And if it's not, you know Oregon and Washington are probably out the door. But why is everybody else? Why is every other conference going expand? And why did the Pac-12 go, nope, we're not we're not doing anything? Why did they not see the writing on the wall? Why did why did everyone else get this? Why did everyone else understand the assignment and and the Pac-12 didn't? Seems pretty clear. It's their arrogance and they're they're not reading the room and not seeing what's really going on. And what's really going on, TV, plain and simple, has been driving this ship and it will continue to drive this ship. And if you don't answer to it and you don't understand it, you're toast. It's Unrivaled. Afternoons from 3 to 6. Presented by G2G Bars. Perfect for anyone who needs a quick, tasty, and nutritious boost. On 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Standing here beside you. Want so much to give you this love in my heart that I'm feeling for you. Let him see we're crazy. I don't care about that. Put your hands Olson Scott Gerard 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone, wrapping up another edition of the show. What's this? Oh. And make sure you get that one bag of cinnamon bears to David. Did you see that? Uh, what did it say? <laughs> yeah, I'll throw that away. <laughs> Big thanks to NPS National Product Sales. Anything you're looking for, NPSstore.com. Crazy. Scott and I were walking through. We, we found some house floodlights. Yep. There are a bunch of solar lighting options for landscaping and incredible prices. It's just hard to believe that there's a shop or a store or a warehouse like this, and we didn't know about it. That's why I'm so excited to bring it to our listeners. People are going to thank me when they come down here and check this place out. Yep. I'm going to say, in a tweet at hands, I had no idea. Thank you so much. <laughs> they are. I'll be a hero. They'll make songs about me. Oh. We were wandering in darkness until Hans told us about NPS. The day Hans sent me <laughs> to NPS. <laughs> it is the best, man. Incredible savings. Great family, too. Family-owned business for years and years, going back in the 1960s. And they know where to get the bargains. Let me tell you that. And they know how to move product. And again, it's all used, It's all new stuff. Nothing's used. It's all brand new, in the box, in the wrapper. So whatever you're looking for, come down and find it. Yeah. Well, fun show today. And again, stop by here. There's so many locations you mentioned here, Hands. We've been at the location uh, here at uh, just off of Empire Road, 1601 Empire Road. This is the industrial location. The uh, the grocery store in that location is just right across the street. So we've mm-hmm. got you covered. All right. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll be back with you on Monday. Hands and Scotty, this is 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. 
In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.